is the person you turn to when you need advice, the person who gives you confidence and strength, the person who's been your biggest support, the person you shop with, ask their opinion and trust them implicitly. For me, it's... Hi, Ma. Hi, Del. As a mother and daughter, we know we have a close bond, but each mother and daughter relationship is unique and different, and that's exactly what we want to explore. Each week, we'll sit down with mothers and daughters and talk about their bond, from the ones who work together to others who have survived, shared passions, overcome loss, and in general, have a great relationship that is worth sharing. This is Mothers Mothers and Daughters Daughters Podcast. Hi, Ma. Hi, Del. How are you? Uh, recovering. I guess this is a not a good week. Not a good week. No, Boys a bit sicky. Boys are sick. I don't even know if I'd call them sick. Snotty. Cold. They're snotty. Their behaviour hasn't changed. Yeah, In they're fact, still, it's gotten worse. Yeah, they're still full of beans, actually, yeah. for being a bit sick. Yeah. And Wait, then, that's a good sign, though. It but, is, but it, that's why they're both sick, because they're not leaving each other alone. Yes. And... So we passed it on to you now. And then passed it on to me. So that's why I sound like this, unfortunately. I thought it was a challenge having one child at home, homeschooling, working and housework, etc. And then having two kids at home plus work, housework, etc. was a nightmare. <laughs> so I called in for backup. Okay, that was me. That was you. <laughs> it's best to separate them. Oh, my God. They needed to be separated so badly. For my own mental health. Mm. I mean, they love well-being. each other. <laughs> they love each other, but oftentimes they just they want just to kill, kill each other. Yes, kill each other. It wasn't really a same, same week. It was not a great no. week. It caused a lot of – it made me very anxious having them both at home and trying to get work done. But on a brighter note, yes. the family is almost fully vaccinated, yeah. which is great. So the only good. Person now that uh, needs to have their second vaccine is Jeremy. Yeah. So we've all had our second vaccine. So I'm feeling, you know, wonderful about that because, yeah, you know, I think it's just all playing part that we have to for the community. Yeah. And I'll be thrilled when my in-laws arrive back, so I can give you some. Oh, it's downtime. it's been fine. I hope <laughs> I've I've stood in enough for another set of grandparents. Yes. Anyway. Yes, you have, and I'm very grateful for that. I'm not taking away from, I know how lucky I am that I can have backup when necessary because yes. I don't think I could have done this week. On your own. Oh, yeah. No, definitely yeah. not. Not the way that I was feeling, no, definitely not. Hopefully a better, brighter week. Hopefully a better, brighter week, but also just any mums out there, I totally get where you're coming from and hopefully this is a bit of a break and we support you. Yeah, a bit of time out. Ho- yeah, of time hopefully, out. hopefully our podcast is yeah. making it a little bit more enjoyable. Mm. A little bit brighter. But I think what I've learned this week is just don't set yourself impossible goals. Don't try and make everything perfect the same way it used to be because it won't. No. Try not to disappoint yourselves. That's the biggest lesson yes. I've taken away. Mm-hmm. And you have an update on Michaela? Yes. So she... Unfortunately, didn't win, but she came in the top 15. That's pretty good. A huge achievement. And no surprise, she won the People's Choice Award. And that, that, was, lovely. that was the audience vote or the general population voted for her to win the People's Choice Award. Oh, that's so wonderful. I think that's 
well-deserved and we wish her all the best and I'm sure she'll be back to do it next year. I'm sure. That's really lovely. Yeah. Good on her. Exactly. Nice way to round out the week at least. Yes. And we're back with Bahar and Mina. This will definitely brighten my day. I think listening to Bahar and Mina over and over again Oh, I will think help it was so – I, I enjoyed listening to it again. Yeah. It was – just so inspiring, you know, both of their attitude and especially Mina's attitude towards life. I mean, is uh, everybody should have an attitude mm. like she does. Mm-hmm. She's just so positive uh, and inspiring to anybody really who, you know, hasn't even gone through what half of what she's yeah, gone through. Exactly, exactly. And I think it's a real testament. And so, yes, if you are having a bit of a down moment i would highly encourage if you haven't listened to part one listen to part one first and then come back to listen to part two because it will definitely make you feel better and brighter going forward for the week absolutely so just just even yeah so grateful for interviewing them both and just you know hearing their beautiful relationship between themselves plus all the extended family as well just sounds the most Beautiful, loving family. Mm, it's true. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, they've they've made the most of the fact that they can't go overseas to see everybody like everybody else and they're taking it as, as a positive. Mm. So I think that's the best way to get through. Is yes. Yeah. They, they sort of don't feel as though they're lacking not seeing mm. them because they certainly communicate enough with them, yeah, you know, via Zoom, obviously. And it's just, yeah, it's a really wonderful story to listen to. Yeah. So we thank Bahara Mina again. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah, stay safe, stay well. Exactly. We think you should write a book just based on all your amazing advice and and the strength that you've passed on very, very clearly into all the generations. You know, really, some of the advice in different stage of life and different age of children has got different reaction. They, <laughs> yes, they listen to advice. The um, elder and wiser they get, they um, get the advice nicer and without any challenge. Mm-hmm. But when they are full of energy and they they know they know a lot of things mm-hmm. and maybe patterns are behind of uh, new modern life, it, they don't listen to advice immediately. They need time to think about it. And if it is good for them or um, work with them, then they accept the advice. I had that challenge with my children as well. <laughs> but was it mostly when they were teenagers, do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one for Bahar was teenager, when she was teenager, and when she became a mother. Ah, when she became a mother, she, although deeply inside, she knew I am with her and I want all the best but she wanted to find out her way, what best for her daughter, mm. not mm. to. Uh, I bombard um, um, Bahar about do this, do that. You shouldn't do that, and 
clearly told me, mom, if I need your advice, I come to you. <laughs> I am under a lot of pressure to learn. I come to you, but don't tell all the time, what should I do? And I learned from Bahar, which is true. We, we need, as a mother, we need to let our children to learn and not to be that much worried about them. Mm. And Bahar, do you think, even though you told your mom to kind of take a step back when you had Lily, do you realize that you probably passed down the same lessons and advice as a mum, just learning and observing from your mum? I think I I was in a really strange position. You know, I was an older mum. I was 36 when I became a mum. My mum was 22 when she became a mum. And I was a, I felt I was a really cooked adult. You know, I, I'd been married twice at this point. Uh, I'd run my own business. I'd lived abroad alone. And I just didn't feel like, I, 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 was, all, I was used to being a leader and, and making my own mind and making my own mistakes. So I think I came to uh, becoming a mum with that same kind of uh, point of view. And I think that's why. I really wanted to kind of navigate it myself. Had I been a younger mum, I think I, I would have approached it differently. Mm, mm, um, mm. And also Lily's dad was super hands-on um, and very, very interested in parenting. So we we were able to kind of do a lot together yeah. and mm, he's mm. a fantastic dad. Um so that that was kind of uh, one of the, re- but I think it's because I was older and I was just used to being my own boss that it just felt very unnatural to now have my mum sweep in and tell you what tell to me do. How to manage. Mm, mm. Yeah. So it, w- it was more my issue than her advice, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, you know, as I said earlier, we're quite similar, mum and I. So when it works, it's magic. And when it doesn't work, it's like, to really strong, super confident, triple A alpha women going at it the same way. So we've now learned to say, okay, you know what? In this field, you're the expert, you have the experience, you have the know-how, I'm going to give way to you. Mm. And we both do that. And that's and that's been really nice. It works. That's great. So we don't do this anymore. Yeah. We yeah. now go, okay, you, this is your area. Yeah, I respect you this for that and area. I respect you for that. That's Yeah. Which I think only really life, comes with That's wisdom age. and yeah. that's a, yeah. And you, and you have to have those moments, you have to have those butthead moments to realise how to come out of it because if you don't, if you kind of are always sailing along, you don't realise how to navigate the difficult situations, which has probably helped you a lot because you've pivoted. I mean, as much as your mom's pivoted a lot, so have you in your life and taken that in a really amazing way, almost calm in the eye of the storm, which I can clearly see you get from your mom. Yeah. Which is amazing. <laughs> and you know, the other thing is that, you know, I still tell all of my secrets to mom. Like we still have, I'll call her, we don't talk very often. I, I find like constant calling really unnecessary but if I've got some gossip or if I've got a secret I will call mum at 11 (laughs) o'clock at night with a bowl of pretzels in my lap and I'll crunch 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 (laughs) in her ear and we'll giggle and we'll stay up till you know however long it takes or when I go to Canberra my dad leaves the lounge room at like 
11 and he goes, I know you girls are going to mm. keep going till oh, four in the morning nothing. and I, I cannot do this with you. So, you know, we still have that where we're like, we can like literally talk for hours mm. and giggle and plot and plan. So that's quite nice. That's so nice. Really lovely. It's like a sisterhood and and friendship bond as well as being a parent and a, and a daughter which is nice. Yeah, for sure. And we're allies, you know, mum saved me from so many disasters. Um, Like she's, you know, the perfect ally. And even Mm. though, you know, we can get scrappy at times, we understand each other so well. Um, One of the things that mum is definitely, um, I saw change in mum and I hope it'll happen to me too, is mum used to be super feisty, like a firecracker feisty. And like quick, quick, like cutting, very like, and that really tapered off. And it was obviously part of her charm and she was gorgeous and feisty and confident. But she has always said to me, you're actually better off taking a step back, not jumping into the fire or creating the fire. And she always says to me, you know, I had to learn that. I used to, I, I used to love the challenge of confrontation or Mm. the challenge of working out a problem. And the better thing to do is not to have the problem. And the Mm, better thing to do is just to sit back and observe. And, and mum really changed, like she changed. And, and that was again, a really great thing to see that you can change if you choose Mm. and you can edit yourself. And I saw that. And so the things that I don't necessarily like about myself or the things that are outdated in my personality or not really serving me well in life, I always think, well, mum really changed and mum was able to get a handle of the things she wanted to dial up or dial down. So I could do that too. So when you've been through quite a few struggles, let's say, in your life and you obviously your mother is your go-to person, uh, I would imagine, do you... She's brave. Yeah. She's brave. So she doesn't want to fix it. She wants to solve it with you. So she'll solve it and you'll listen to her as far as, or if, if you, um, she'll tell you how it is. If it really, if she thinks you're wrong, she'll obviously tell you that. No, that's not the dynamic. No, we, mum is a co-conspirator. Like she is the one you want with you Mm. in the trenches. Like she's the one that holds your hand, looks you in the eye and she goes, We've got this. Oh, now. Is that wonderful? Follow my yeah. lead, and yeah. like she gives the signals, and you go right. Mm. We're, we're we're in this together. She, thank God she doesn't say now. This is what you have to do to get yourself out. Of it. She's not like that because mm. I wouldn't accept that kind of communication. She leads, and she goes right. I've got you. Mm. Jump. You will not fall alone. I am your parachute. Whatever you need, you know, I'm in it with you. And Mum is literally in it with with me. And there are so many funny stories, probably not consumable for podcasts, but <laughs> we, we, we've had some moments where mum's gone, I'll take this one for you. I'll take this for the team. You just continue doing what you need to do. I'll stand at the door. <laughs> what a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful mother. She is. Amazing daughter. Oh. Amazing daughter. That's really lovely. Do, do and, you uh, feel behind? Oh, you go, you go. You, you, Mina, you speak. Just wanted to say I learned from Bahar a lot. And um, it was a time which I was disappointed, disappointed and not 
disappointed of her, disappointed of me, why I didn't approach correctly in order to reduce pain on Bahar mm. or situation, help to uh, sort out the situation. Because when you are an um, immigrant, you are more protective of mm. your child. Mm. And that comes with you until your child said, enough, I know how to handle it. And Bahar told me many times, mom, please, I know how to handle it. Sometimes it was difficulty. She, she needed me. She came to me and I was 100%, 100% for her. I learned that. And also what I learned is to improve myself. And that is why I listened to all nice tape, video, um, any, any source of information I listen, I go to seminar to, to do something. When I was studying um, coaching, it was great for me to, to get change, to become more friend and close to my children as a friend, as somebody who can come to me, not as a, a strong mother. Mm. So change is true, Bahar says correctly, but I work very hard to be okay <laughs> by my children. <laughs> and I guess, Mina, what advice would you have if women or mothers are starting over again? What's what's something that you think really would help them if they're pivoting maybe their career, they're leaving a relationship, whatever it might be, but what's given you, what served you the best over your changes in life? Um. Always trust yourself and remember you can do it. Not because other people do, but because you need to believe in yourself. You can do it and work on it to become more strong and imagine what is the worst scenario. When you think about it, when you uh, analyze the problem, then you are, it is easier to. Uh, sort that anybody, anybody can sort their problem, sort their problem by analyzing and be strong and patient. It's amazing advice. This is the original manifestation by Mina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We've taken up a lot of your time, but we do have one question that we're very um, desperate to ask. Your lockdown secrets, how to maintain skincare and beauty because you look amazing both of you look uh, uh, i wish everybody could see absolutely beautiful uh, obviously lockdown has not bothered you at all because you look wonderful uh, my my daughter both of my you my daughter my, my daughter advised me and uh, i listened to bahar um, i am not as good as many many ladies who look after their skin and um, themselves. But Bahar told me, even if I use the basic, but regularly and on time, I can get the benefit. And um, also suggest me to take some um, extra vitamin and better food and on time sleep, on time eat. So I follow Bahar. And if you say I look good, you look, I must thank Bahar. You look well. <laughs> 
And Baha, what would you say to people that are listening, obviously, and, and in these conditions, what to do as far as skincare and beauty? What would you recommend? I do everything. I'm like, I'm devoted to my skin. It's a, it's like a, a, a my second child, and Lily and I do it together. It's oh, really sweet. cute. So you know, um, there's so many great products. You don't even have to have a lot of money. The, the skincare science is amazing. You can truly buy stuff at Aldi, or you can use La Prairie, and you know, depending on your budget and the outcome. But I think self care is really important. Um, and I, I do everything with Lily. Um, so, you know, we have a cleansing ritual that mm. we do together in the morning. Uh, we have, you know, a, and I've taught her to use sunscreen. So that's her moisturizer. I use a few serums and then the sunscreen. Mm-hmm. At night, uh, we cleanse our skin again. Uh, and, you know, it, I, I'll moisturize or put on a mask. We do a sheet mask or a face mask once a week together. Uh, every day we together, I take collagen and super greens and Lily takes super greens in a green juice uh, in the mornings. It's good. During it's a good lockdown. routine. It's a good routine. Yeah. Routine's important. I mean, it's important for kids and obviously your podcast about being ageless has definitely worked. You know, ageless is a, it's a great sentiment to have. And as you said, obviously you don't see age, but I think there is something in it for the beauty industry regardless like you say top to bottom it doesn't matter it's more about the routine and looking after yourself than anything else yeah and we you know we go for walks we we train uh we've been doing zoom training so i get lily to do the zoom training with me now um and and it's nice you know do as i um do as I do, not as I say. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to walk your talk. And I saw that with mum, you know, she she was a beauty. She always was beautifully groomed. My teachers were always in love with her. My <laughs> friends still reference her as your beautiful, how's your beautiful mum? How's mm. your elegant mum? Mm. Um, like, you know, so I, I saw her do that. My grandmother is a beauty mm-hmm. and extraordinarily well-groomed and and vain, actually. You know, she came from a generation where you always had in all of your handbags, you have a, a compact powder and lipstick and, a, you know, she'd wear a scarf, she'd wear beautiful shoes. She still does. So, uh, you know, I want to do the same with Lily. And I think that that intergenerational mm. uh, passing on of rituals is sweet. Yeah, it's definitely, nice. definitely. Yeah, we've got we've got that. Yeah, beautiful. Well, uh, obviously with yours, it's a long, long Long line of generation of beauties and caring and and it's important. I mean, and you would do it for yourself, for nobody else than yourself. Definitely. Yes. Yes. It's good. Well, we're going to do our All About Us section. I think we could talk for hours with both of you because just pearls of wisdom Mm. that – would I think everyone will definitely benefit from. But Baha also has her own podcast, so you can always listen to her, and yeah. I would highly recommend it. So we'll start with, Mina, one word to describe your relationship when Baha was a teenager. Um, it was good but not um, great for me. <laughs> it was good, but I was very worried. And now I think about it, 
I think I was worried for Nuna. Yes, for obviously not. And yeah. and Baha, what would you say, one word to describe your relationship when you were a teen? I'd say it was difficult. We had a difficult relationship. We were very similar, like I was saying, and I was trying to, way earlier than I should have to find my own way. Mm. And mum was being a mother hen and didn't want me to kind of take all the risks. So it was, it was strained. And it was, you know, when I was in 23, 24, that we kind of went, ah, this is a much nicer place to me. Mm. Mm. Which which leads into the next one. One word to describe your relationship in adulthood after, um, after you having obviously your beautiful daughter. Mina, what would you say? Great. Right. I had I had great relationship. I felt I am in very good relationship. Baha, how did you feel about your relationship after having Lily? Supported. And that's the best. And that's the best way. You 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 want that as much as you obviously asserted yourself and not wanting to have too much control over you. At least you feel supported, and that's so important for new totally. moms. Regardless of yeah. age of the mum, it's important to have. I mean, I couldn't breastfeed. I was have, I had a terrible pregnancy. I was in hospital for seven weeks before Lily was born. And, you know, mum came into the hospital, closed the door, and she goes, you don't have to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do anything. You just have to have a healthy kid and you have to be healthy, first mm-hmm. you, then the child. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I felt instantly supported. Yes. yes. What characteristics do you think Baha has of you, Mina? <laughs> Bahar had many characters, <laughs> many, many, many. But she is, she. I think, um, she is very strong, and uh, she is hardworking person. She uses her imagination. Some of quality of Bahar is only Bahar's character, and obviously some learn from me. Um, hardworking skill uh, to improve all the time. That kind of thing came from me because we work together. And and, and a lot of nice thing from that. Yes. And, and Baha, what would you say that you got from your mum? I'm a fighter. Mm. One word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one though. Um, what's but, the most memorable moment in your relationship? Oh, I have a sad, I have a sad but very memorable moment. Um, when I had my first business, um, I nearly went bankrupt and we were in the, we were at the uh, private bank at uh, Suite and we were trying to, I was trying to work it all out and I, the penny dropped that I was in big trouble mm. and I went into the bathroom and I dropped to the ground and I was sobbing mm. And it was just such a terrible moment in my life. And mum came into the bathroom and she got down on her knees and I was kind of crouched over and I was like really vulnerable, very sad. And she put her arms around me and she said, don't worry, there's nothing to worry about here. You're going you're gonna to get out of this. I'm going to help you. N- nothing to worry about. No, don't do this. Don't do this. And it was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> I won't. Yeah. And it obviously and it works. My advice to Bahar was business is you. You lost an office and some furniture, but you are 
the business. Mm-hmm. Just do it again, Bahar. You can do it. And I she did. And she did. she did. She did, yes. Yes. And I believe that. I believe in that. Well, and Everything she believed in you. Awesome. So obviously that that was yeah. that was wonderful. And then which would lead into who gives the best advice? God, not me. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> very good advice. Uh, several times she gave me very, very good advice when I was worried about some part of my family. The advice which Bahar gave me, it was very helpful, very, very helpful. No, I can say Bahar gave me very good advice. Very good. Is there a time in your life you wish you could relive? Not necessarily change, just relive. Yes, I would say that um, when I got, uh, I've been married twice. When I first got married, uh, in my first marriage, I wish that um, mum was more kind of present in my life. I think mum had a bit of a protest vote at that time. <laughs> she, she, she didn't really, um, yeah, I think, I think that, that would have been, it would have been nicer to have uh, a different experience of, of that time with my family. I was in Sydney, mum and dad were in Canberra and it would have been nice to have mum and dad around more. <laughs> I mean, is there a time in your life you wish you could relive? Uh, no, not really, not really. I, when I think about it, I I think I have done whatever I could, and um, past is past. I don't I don't you think don't about back. past. No, and uh, which we've covered. But how many times do you call each other? A day, but obviously that doesn't seem to be in your case. It's only if, as you said, if you have to say something or you've got something important to say. We used to speak so much. And I remember when I was at university, like mum knew the dialing sequence of everyone's dorm room. So if she couldn't get me at my room, the phone oh, would ring. So and you know, eventually one of my friends would pick up and say, it's your mom, come yeah. down and get that. <laughs> so I really had to wean mum off the daily phone call that it didn't mean that I didn't love her. Mm. It didn't mean that I didn't need her. I just didn't need to speak to her every day. That took ages. That mm. I think um, that took until two years ago. But when, <laughs> as I was saying, when we talk, it's so good and it's such a rich conversation and it's not, you know, we're not checking boxes. It's not, it, it's really a great conversation and it's deep and it's funny and it's fun and, you know, so the quality I think of our conversations is it's really nice. More than the quantity because yeah. obviously if you did it every day, it wouldn't be obviously a, as, you know, powerful as obviously when you catch up. Yeah, and I find that with all phone calls. I don't want phone calls from anyone anymore. But when I speak to you on the phone, I could speak to you for two hours and it could be a really great conversation. Mm. But if it was up to me, I would have tell you about Bahar's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Just to hear her voice. I love that. Hi, how are you? Hi, is Lily. Are you okay? Everything is fine. Can I do anything for you? That is my wish. That is something which I really, if I want something from God, it would be free to telephone my children, my son and my daughter. I haven't got that freedom. (laughs) I follow up their um, uh, instruction, 
but um, but you don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't like it. She just wants the simple I things think- in life. Just being able to call her kids twice a day. She's, oh, she's not asking much. <laughs> do for your birthday, Mama. Really yeah. And now when I am busy, I don't want anybody to telephone me as well because it is not only answering. You, are, you become away from what you are concentrating. Mm. Uh, but for me, I don't care. If they telephone me, whatever I have got, I drop and I listen to them. Just listening their voice is best vitamin for me. Then this has been good. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think this will be the case, but you never know. Is there anything you've always wanted to ask or tell each other but never have? We've asked every question. We've told each other every deepest, darkest secret. I think we're we're pretty, the slate is pretty clean (laughs) for me anyway. For me as well. It's lovely. And if I didn't ask any question because I didn't want some question because I didn't want to know. <laughs> yes, but don't ask it. Want to know, I know. Mm. It's a good way to be. Mm-hmm. If you don't if you don't want to know the answer, don't ask the questions. You're right. Wonderful <laughs> advice. <I> <laughs> well, it has been an absolute joy. Thank you both so very, yes, very thank much. Thank you. Thank you for your time. And advice. Well, Take it on board for yes. sure. And lovely meeting you both. Another, another be beautiful too. mother and daughter. Thank you very much. And it was great pleasure for me. Oh, and good thanks. experience for me to be with you. All the best. Oh, lovely. Same to you too. Stay well and stay, stay safe. safe. You too. Thank you so much for thank having you. us. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. It's an absolute yeah. pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you have a mother and daughter story that you would like to share, send us a DM on Instagram at Mothers and Daughters Pod. If you loved this episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss a new episode. Spread the love and share the podcast with your mum or sister or friend. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. See you next week and don't forget to call your mum.